Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. And hey, we're back on the air. Season two. Season two, season two, season two. And he runs off the road. <laughs> season one was three years and 140 something episodes long. Um, but here we are for season two, because that's what podcasts do, right? They, they have seasons, and, and most people don't do a podcast episode every week for years, but we decided to do that because we're stupid. Yeah, we had no no um, real plan when we started out, but we had one kind of mission, which, you know, and, and one format that we really started and adhered to and what we enjoy, which is pretty simple. It's on-the-road, on-site interviews with, you know, barbecue personalities. Yeah, that's kind. Of, that's how the show began. That's how the show has always gone for us, and it's it's what we enjoy doing. And obviously, for those of you that have listened to all these episodes, you I would think that you enjoy it. Otherwise, why would you torture yourself? But that's kind of been our mo. Is we like to travel around, eat barbecue, talk to the people in and around the barbecue world, and and find out their stories and how they got to where they got to, and all the fun stuff that you know that come out in our episodes. But, of course, 2020 has been a different story for a lot of different reasons. and that, 2020 shit show. That has, <laughs> so, so that format hasn't been very possible, uh, unfortunately. And, and one thing that, you know, maybe I'm jumping too far in the future here, right? But we've already kind of started to bring bourbon into the show a little bit um, because bourbon came into our lives a little bit. Um, a little. A little, yeah, just a little. Um, but... You, there really are a lot of parallels to bourbon and barbecue. Obviously, there's there's fire, there's time, there's wood, um, and there's a lot of times there's friendships, um, and we've made friendships over um, some liquor and some barbecue. You know, and and we have nothing against people that don't want to drink or can't drink or haven't drunk or any of that. That's fine. You know, you be you, we be us. It's okay. Um, we've had our own trials and tribulations, but we're we're bringing a little bit of that element into the show. Um, we've con- and we'll continue to do that. We're not going to turn this into the bourbon podcast as much as we'd like to. No, um, no, not unless someone really wants to give us, you know, big bourbon sponsorships. Yeah, well, that's different. Yeah. This this episode's sponsored by the Van Winkle family. <laughs> um, you know, but and at the same time, like you know, it's kind of like every other hobby that I have. I mean, we're not going to bring too much of that into the show, but because again, our format, what we're doing, what we've always done, and what we plan on always doing, at least under this show, is on-the-road interviews, and you can even hear the car whining a little bit in the background, on-the-road interviews with barbecue personalities. We're not going to talk to any extent about sports. You know, this isn't a sports show. It's not a comedy mm. show. Although we have started a bourbon fantasy football league. Yeah, but. well, that's just said. You know, we're, we're just not going to bring too much of that into no, here because no, I'm losing not. it. And so you know, I'm only allowed to talk about it if I'm doing well. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, for sure, we hope, you know, and, and we're already dragging this out way too long. But, um, you know, we hope you'll stay along for the ride. Um, you know, we're certainly welcome for any input, you know, if you guys want to do things. But, um, you know, there's there's things that this show isn't, and there's literally plenty of other barbecue podcasts out there that um, go into all different corners and facets, and that's great. The more the better, um, you know, get what you want to get, where you want to get it, and um, let's just talk barbecue. And then, yes, in the time that we've been off, there have been about 30 new barbecue podcasts launched. <laughs> and, and probably like two stopped, I mean, you know, already. Right. Uh, there's been There's a ton of options out there, obviously. We've been around for a long time, so you, you know what we do by now. If you like it, you like it, and uh, and we hope you do. But yes, plenty of good barbecue content out there uh, on our show and other shows. Um, 
hopefully everyone's having as much fun doing it as we are. Hopefully no one thinks they're getting going to get rich doing it because you're going to spend more money than you're ever going to make. Um, but we have a lot of fun with it. You know, there's a lot of a lot of friends that we've made through the podcast world. You know, I think in the time that we've recorded this episode, Kevin Kelly has released two more episodes. So, <laughs> literally, like but, during this time yes, period, yes, yes he's yes, just yes. released two more. No. And, and hey, go listen to his episodes because uh, yes, he does he cover a, a lot, which is good, and he covered and his content is great. Uh, yes, uh, Kevin's content spans the country, if not the globe, and he uh, he gets a lot of really interesting guests on, on his show and does a great job. We've, we've been fortunate to be on his show before, um, and he's a good buddy. So yes, Kevin Kevin's barbecue joints obviously is one of the many many barbecue podcasts out there that you should be listening to. So. Now that we've promoted other people, let's yeah. uh, <laughs> and killed some time. And killed some time. Yeah. Oh, oh, the other thing is our format is going to be between thirty minutes and usually about forty-five to fifty. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, we know. we do not enjoy doing long-form podcasts. Now, every once in a while, if we just have on a guest that has a really interesting story, that might be something we break up into you know, a few different episodes. But we personally just don't like producing multi-hour-long episodes. Uh, we think it's a lot for people to digest in one sitting. Obviously, you can pause and start and pause and start, but we like to have a you know fairly condensed story that we can get to the inter- most interesting points uh, of everyone's journey through barbecue, and we're going to try to stick to that format as much as we can. And some of our best conversations are off the mic, and that's yep. that's where we like to leave them, too. So um, always good to sit down and chat with people. Um, you know, If you want to come talk to us and and ask us some questions or anything like that. You know, we'll try to open up once once things settle down a little bit. Maybe we'll open up some more events like that where we can uh, sit down with group people, and and some of it on the air and some of it off the air. Yeah, I mean, anyone that's talked to us, you know, out at a barbecue joint or a festival knows that we'll probably talk to you for far longer than you'll want to be talking to us. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but we love those conversations, whether that's with people that are fellow barbecue fans like us, people in the industry, people trying to break into the industry. Um, so, you know, we love having those conversations. We had a great conversation today, Brian. You want to tell the uh, person we talked to today for the first time? Yeah, so um, I was going to wait a little bit later, but okay, so I, I, I just got really excited. So we were at Smitty's today. So part of our run today was kind of very old school and very new school. We'll talk about that a little bit. And um, for the first time, I got to meet Nina Schmidt, who is uh, obviously the Schmidt family, which is what Smitty's is named after. Um, you know, the Schmidt family bought Kreitz, and they kept it named Kreitz Market. And so it was, so in, I think it was 99, there was a split and it was over publicized, but it was great for the barbecue world. Um, and, and the family split at that time and they opened up Kreitz down the road, uh, very famous for dragging live coals from the, the old Kreitz building to the new Kreitz building. And then they renamed Kreitz to Smitty's. Um, and there's definitely over the years, there's definitely been some back and forth with um, kind of the barbecue glitterati on which is better and which is holding more true and, and all kinds of things. But uh, but it, long story even longer, I, I got to meet Nina today because we were in the back. Um, we were walking around because sometimes we like to do that. It, it, one of the best things you can do at Smitty's is just kind of absorb the whole building. Yeah. Because um, there's all these nooks and crannies that hold history. And, and, I, and I started talking to her. We were talking about a number of things, even like Rockport, Texas and some other things. But I told her, I said, look, you know, I, I always remember my dad talking about the barbecue places that had knives chained to the table. So I said, and I've never seen this. I said, do you know where this was? And she she kind of lit up and she's like, well, that's here. And she said, you know, maybe some other places did it, but um, we still have some of those here. And she took us to the back and showed us on one of the, it's kind of just kind of a long bar counter 
and you could see both and we've got pictures of it the actual countertop and you can see not only the chain the knives are gone because the health department made them take the knives away but you can see the chain where the knives were connected to and how it wore away the table um, and just like I said in an instant history and emotions flew back and I thought about the fact that you know my dad could have sat at that exact spot in the past and had barbecue there and it just it's that type of history and that kind of connection that we absolutely love experiencing and that's that's what barbecue is to us yeah and that's why um, over the course of so many of these episodes we've we've tried to do our best to highlight as much of that history as we can uh, whether that's talking to the people in direct interviews or in the instances where we can't have a direct interview um, we, we try to at least highlight and I think and I don't have the episode number on me but we'll post in the episode notes we did a, a whole episode on classic Texas barbecue joints and, and named as many as we could and kind of talked about as many as we could that we've been to and it's to me it's one of our more important episodes any episode that helps kind of shed a light on on the old school barbecue that just doesn't get the attention anymore now that there's so much barbecue out there and so many great new barbecue joints opening seemingly every week that a lot of these old joints don't get the spotlight they used to they're not on the they're not on the, all the lists like they used to be and things like that and so we try to do our part to not only we like visiting them just to visit them and, and get that throwback ourselves but getting more people out there because there's so many people that have gotten into barbecue over the last 10 years that may or may not have ever made those Lockhart pilgrimages or they might have gone to Louis Miller but never went down the street to Taylor Cafe and places like that are so important and and there is no place in Texas that has recreated that Smitty's and Kreitz sausage other than Smitty's and Kreitz no it's, there's places that have come a little close but most of the new school stuff is, is a completely different type of sausage yeah and they have old school cooking methods and some of them, you know, their flavor profiles are going to taste a lot different to you than, than the new school barbecue that you have probably eaten if you just recently got into the whole barbecue phenomenon. Um, but it's it's an absolute throwback and a tradition that it's fun to see where not not just where it's come now, but what how it how it started and how it's evolved from there. Um, Brian posted on our Twitter earlier about the the draw on the pits at Smitty's. And and again, if you've never been to Smitty's, there's no firebox at Smitty's. It's a long brick pit with a giant fire hole in the ground at the end end of each pit. With nothing over top. It's just the fire's just sitting on the edge. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, when you look at it, physically it doesn't seem like it would even work, but it's literally all about the draw and it's what pulls the heat and the smoke through the pit. Right, and you can just stand there and watch it, watch the smoke get pulled right through the pit. And it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, you talk about all the great pit builders these days and all the technology of thermodynamics and all that stuff that's gotten into the, you know, the science of barbecue and cooking. And whether they consciously thought of that or not when they started, the, you know, when barbecue started, that's exactly what they were doing. You know, they were figuring out the best way to get that heat and that smoke to draw through from end to end. And Smitty's is a great old school classic example of that. And that, that kind of maybe we should kind of lead into the run we made today then. Yeah. that was a big piece of it. Yeah. Um, so we, we've been pretty cautious about like going out and things like that. We're, we're both still trying to be as careful as we can. Um, COVID has not gone away as much as we all wish it would have. It is still out there. Um, so we are trying to be as careful as possible. Um, we're both mostly working from home, doing all that, like I'm sure most people listening uh, are, are doing. But we try to venture out when we think we can safely do so and where we think we can safely do so. Um, unless you've been hiding under a rock for the last week, you know that snow's reopened. 
um, this the weekend that we're recording this, which would be November 14th. Um, Snow's reopened to the public for the first time pretty much since all this started in March and April. And um, obviously, everyone loves Snow's. We love Snow's. We love going to Snow's. Um, and Snow's just recently got um, another big, big bump in publicity from uh, the Netflix Chef, Chef's Table barbecue season. They did a special episode on Tootsie. Um, and if you haven't watched it, you obviously should. Um, if you don't know Tootsie's story and her, her journey through life and barbecue and, and everything, it's, it's amazing to listen to. Uh, we, we've had the privilege of being able to talk with Tootsie um, and, and hear these stories, and they're, they're incredible. So it's a great episode to listen to. But, of course, anytime any barbecue joint gets a big bump in publicity, you're going to see more people going there. And so that combined with this being the first time they were open in months, Snow's was an absolute madhouse today. Uh, I don't know how many people online. I've seen pictures and videos that. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't go. But, right, right, but right. We've watched. Of course, we watched stuff on the internet. Right. Yeah. So, so our thought was when when we when we heard Snows was opening, we're like, well, we don't. Neither one of us quite felt comfortable being around a big crowd right now. So we decided, well, we should still do a barbecue run because we've been wanting to do it anyway. And obviously, because Snows is opening, our first thing in our head is pork steak because we love pork steak. So we decided let's let's go to our one of our other favorite pork steak spots and that's uh Kalakne barbecue in Howitzville which if you've listened to enough of these episodes you've heard us talk about Kalakne on a number of them and pork steak on a number of them so we won't beat you over the head with that anymore than to tell you you should be eating pork steak um we won't beat you over the head with it too much so yeah we decided to build a trip kind of around going to Kalakne um, they do not have any sort of social media presence so the only way to find out if they were even open and serving was to call them uh, which we did to call and pre-order our. You mean food. on like a phone? Yes, on an actual yeah. telephone. You know that that thing that you tweet and text and Instagram on. You can actually call and talk to people too. Oh, wow. So yes, called them. Placed they were open. Placed a pre-order for two pork steaks and a chicken, half chicken. I think that's a country song. Two pork <laughs> steaks and a half chicken. The two pork steaks and a half chicken. Where it's at? That's a Beck song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so we're. Uh, so we were committed once we had made that phone call because you're not calling Irving Kalakny back and canceling your order. So we uh, <laughs> we decided to build our trip around that. So we're thinking, okay, where, where else might we be able to go? Um, we were a little early to the first stop to Kalakny. And so there's another place in Howitzville called Novasides, which has been around for many, many years. Uh, they're actually previously on the Texas Monthly Top 50 list. I want to say it was in the 90s, Brian? Yeah, it was pretty well, pretty far a while back. Um I'd have to double check. Yeah, yeah. It, it was quite a ways back. Um, they were on the top 50 list. It is still painted on the side of their building that they were on the top 50 list. They're obviously very proud of that accomplishment. Um, we've been there a number of times before. Um, they do house-made sausage, brisket ribs, pork steak, of course. Uh, they do boneless pork steaks, um, or at least the one we had today was boneless. And so we decided let's just get a little pork steak. And I don't mean like a few slices, like an actual pork steak that is little. So we ordered one whole pork steak from Novasad's. Yeah, well, it, let's kind of remind everybody, when you order pork steak, um, you should order a whole steak or at least like a half steak unsliced. Keep it unsliced until you bring it to the table and then slice it at the table. It'll keep the juices inside the steak. If you slice it and then walk to the table, take pictures and talk to people, it's going to dry. The slices are going to dry out. Yeah, uh, especially because pork steak is usually cooked hot and fast and held very hot as well. So as soon as you slice that thing open, it's going to start to dry out. 
So it's, uh, we, that's one of the hacks that we learned a long time ago at Snows is we, we always order a whole pork steak when we go to Snows and we specifically ask them not to slice it. And even the slicers at, at the counter are always like, no one ever asked that. That's the best way to do it. And it's, and it's for that very reason. Because it may be five to ten minutes before you actually get to sit down and eat it, we want to have that best possible experience. So, yep, that's, that's kind of what we like to do. So we took our pork steak from Novosats to go, uh, drove over to Kalakni, which is like half a mile away. And uh, ate our Novosats pork steak uh, in the back of the car <laughs> on a cutting board. We, we, we've come prepared now these days with cutting boards and knives, and we're, we're a traveling roadshow at this point. Um, but had a tasty little pork steak. Without for- an RV, and if you own an <laughs> RV company, yes, hook we, us up, please, because yes, we, we need one. We'll, we'll solicit RV sponsorships as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had our nice little pork steak from Novosats, and uh, Kalakni opened, got our to go order from Kalakni, and ate that pork steak too um that pork steak is among the best uh there, there are days that i've eaten it where i think it's the best pork steak i've ever had there are days where it's still really good but maybe not as good as it was the last trip i mean it's just the way the method in which it's cooked there's little margin for error and so it's going to be uh, it's going to be a little bit inconsistent just the method in which it's cooked but it's it's always good and sometimes it's great um, today was probably just short of great, but still really freaking good. Um, and, and just the, you know, they do it direct heat, and they use a, a, a kind of a classic mop. And we're not talking about a mop sauce. We're talking about almost like a mop broth. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like a, a, a broth. It's very competition-based, and I know Erwin Kalakny has a, a competition background himself. Um, but but you'll see that in a lot of competition barbecue. There's a, a mop that may consist of anything from butter, garlic, lemons, vinegar, all of the above, uh, just kind of cooked down or boiled down, and then you, you literally just mop the meat with it. Um, you'll, you know, if you ever get the chance to watch Tootsie in action, you know, you'll, you'll see Tootsie mopping the meat. Um, and I think Daniel Vaughn has posted uh, what is supposed uh, to be Snow's mop uh, yes, recipe I, yeah, as well. I yeah. So. Uh, yeah, if you Google, I think if uh, you Google... Like, there's no vinegar, there's no ketchup. It's not that type of sauce. No, yeah. but it's 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 very good, and it really does help add a flavor to the meat and kind of, I'm sure, at the same time, cool the surface of the meat down a little bit as it's you know, on that high heat. Um, but yes, really, really enjoy the pork steak and the chicken from Kalakni, as we always do. Um, and then from there, we tried to go to a new spot that we're not going to tell you about right now because we want to go there before any of you do. Um, it's, not, it's not a new spot. I shouldn't say that. A spot we haven't been to. Um, it's actually been open for a very long time. And a very good friend of ours in the barbecue world told us about it. Um, Sean Collins, if you're listening to this, you know exactly where we're talking about because I texted you yesterday asking what the name of the place was. Unfortunately, they and were... It was a great conversation where we talked about wild hogs and <laughs> um, and and then separately uh, some little sausage places. So <laughs> yes. That was a great call, great that, talk. That, that, was a, that was a really fun afternoon. Um, but yeah, we'll get to that run in a little bit too. Um, but yes, we uh, we tried to stop by there. Unfortunately, they they weren't open for reasons we don't really know or understand. Well, they weren't serving. They weren't serving between that hour and like the next hour, right? But they were serving before and after that. Uh, hour. Yeah, it was very strange. But anyway, it was like noon on a Saturday. But hey, it happens. So from there, we drove to Lockhart. Um, got to stop at Smitty's, and, and it was tough to make a decision. We could only stop at one. We we really want to stop at the others, but that's not the run we were doing today. So right. We, we figured, let's get a link of sausage at Smitty's. Yeah, so went to Smitty's, got some sausage, um, and we knew from there that we were heading to Leroy and Lewis, um, which is one of our favorite places in the world. And so we always try to bring, uh, you know, a, a little snack to people. And so our, our friend Cole Parkman, uh, if you're not familiar with Cole, Cole was a huge barbecue fan that, got, that ended up 
working in the barbecue industry. Uh, started out at Truth, worked at Truth for a good long while, and now has uh, moved to Austin. He's working at Leroy and Lewis, so uh, obviously he's building quite the resume, working at some of the best barbecue joints in Texas already. Um, really good guy. Uh, go follow Cole Parkman if you aren't already. Uh, he was kind enough to be going to Snows and asked us, hey, you want me to bring you something for, for Snows? <laughs> yeah, I, I, have, I have Snows on my brain. Yes, um, yes Micklewaite. He was going to Micklewaite and asked us if we want something for Micklewaite, which is an easy yes for us. Uh, so, yeah, we got some sausage. I was going to say, can you get? Can anybody on this show guess what we got for Micklewaite? <laughs> um, All right, time is up. Yes. We got some sausage, um, and as you may or may not be aware, I... If I'm near Micklewaite, I must bring home jalapeno cheese grits for my wife. Otherwise, I can't come home. So Cole was kind enough to pick up some jalapeno cheese grits and some sausage for us. And uh, got to got to Leroy and Lewis. And the menu today, I mean, the menu every day at Leroy and Lewis is incredible. Today was no exception. Ryan, you want to run down what all we had? Um, I, I'm sure I'll forget, but I know we did not have a beef rib. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the, the thing is, is that they, they have a wide variety always. They run specials on top of that. And so any weekend you go could be, there's usually something new, or but there's always something different. And, you know, today, Saturday, is the one day that they have brisket. Um, so we actually, and we've had their brisket before, but many times. Um, so yeah, we've had we've had Evans brisket back at Friedman's. Um, so you know, there's we we decided let's get a little bit of everything because we were kind of saving up our our stomachs for this one, um, and we got let's just kind of go if I can remember everything. Well, we got of course we got the pork hash on rice, uh, which is a pork hash. It's kind of the the if you want to say the leftover pieces of not really not really like chopped beef where you have leftover beef and you no, chop it up this but is, it's this like a, the yeah, it's, it's a, fall meats yeah it's a South Carolina tradition um, and that's that's where we had first had it was it was in South Carolina and Leroy and Lewis is doing they, they do a lot of whole animal butchery and whole animal cooking and they they try to utilize every part of the animal to you know to be as ethically responsible um, with you know with their meat procurement and so yes, hash and rice is sort of a it, it's it's a gravy in a sort of way, and it's with uh, yes, with, ten, traditionally made with uh, a lot of the ophelia parts of the animal um, that are kind of gr- grinded up, cooked down with some spices. And I think there's usually some tomato, although I'm not sure if there is in the Lauren Lewis version. But yeah, it's delicious. But go on, uh, we had brisket, pork hash and rice. We had whole hog, of course. Mm-hmm. Rabbit carnitas. Rabbit carnitas, because. Evan and Brad and that crew are just crazy. Yeah, um, um, which is great. Yes, it yeah, was. It was great. Cauliflower uh, burn-ins. Yep. Second time we've had them there. Um, a new one for us: pastrami beets with a mustard sauce. And um, I really enjoyed it. It's uh, you know I'm not a huge beet fan, and I'm not gonna have a million beets. But I was telling Evan, I said, or actually I was telling Sawyer, probably 95% of the beets I've ever had in my life came from Leroy <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> Um, but it was it was a really good twist on things, and it wasn't as crazy as it sounds. Um, we had a pimento cheese sandwich. Yes, uh, the the Masters is going on this weekend, the big golf tournament, which is traditionally in April, but been moved to November this year because of COVID. Um, and pimento cheese sandwiches are a, kind of a Masters tradition. So uh, Evan had a little fun with that with a pimento cheese sandwich on the menu today. And akawashi brisket. Yep, and uh, kimchi. What else? Oh did yeah, we have? kimchi. Um, that was that was it for the meats, and then we had a dessert. Yes, the dessert, and I guess this would be another kind of nod to 
Georgia, the Masters, Augusta, that sort of thing. We oh, had I get it. Georgia Peach Ice Cream <laughs> Sandwich. <laughs> Brian just now understood that that's what that was for. Oh. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Okay. Um, no, but it was, it was also great. It was a great way to end the meal, uh, potentially end our day. We're headed back to Houston now. Um, you know, and um, it was just a great... It was just a great day. It was really nice to be able again to explore, you know, to go back to these old places to and actually meet and hear a new story that I hadn't heard yet, um, you know, at a classic barbecue joint and then go to new school, have kind of the new school mix. And there's several other places we would have liked to go. Um, you know, I, I'll give a shout out. Style Switch was doing pork steak today with tater tot casserole. Yep. I, there's just no way we could eat there. Yeah, uh, I mean, know. obviously we, we wish we could be we, we don't miss doing barbecue runs every single weekend. I mean, that was kind of crazy. We did it for a very long time. But we do wish we could get on the road more often than we've been able to for the last nine months, of course. Um, but we're, you know, we're going to try to do it as often as we can and as safely as we can. Um, and for those of you that, you know, that are being very cautious and very careful right now, uh, definitely want to let you guys know we were very pleasantly surprised. And we know that, you know, the... Should I, you know, should we wear a mask? Should we not wear a mask? That we're not going to get into that debate. Um, but for those of you that are very firm believers in wearing masks, we saw a very high amount of mask usage in almost every place that we went uh, over the last couple of road trips that we've been on, and that's been in big cities and in small towns. And it's been it's been nice to see that people are being cautious and being careful and being respectful of those around them. Um, hopefully, we all keep that up and we can get past all of this tomorrow I mean it's the the sooner the better yeah we want to get back to the you know normal normal not the new normal and we want to get back on road trips um, you know we, we did a, we did two other road trips during the the uh, not really lockdown period but we did two other road trips during this time uh, we want to do more uh, you know most of the most of the big events are canceled yeah yeah we, we did miss you know the event circuit you know that we usually hit hard and heavy we did miss we were going to go back to Windy City this year. Obviously, we missed doing that. Red Dirt, of course, we were actually going to miss Red Dirt for the Derby trip. We're not going to go that route again. Mm. We told you about that already. Um, but, yes, Red Dirt, of course, didn't happen, unfortunately. All the Houston barbecue events uh, have not been able to go on. And, you know, and it's it, it sucks. It's, it's a great time for all of us big barbecue fans. And I think all the barbecue owners and pitmasters have a lot of fun at that because it's a chance for them to see people they don't get to see all that often and, and kind of hang out with other people in the industry so hopefully we can get back to doing that in 2021 uh, we're, we're very much looking forward to to going back to some places we haven't been in a while and all that fun stuff if you guys have some places you think we should go to that we haven't been to or you're not sure if we've been to by all means uh you can hit us up on instagram at tales from the pits at barbecue at bbq podcast on twitter Pits at gmail.com is our email. All those fun, easy ways to get a hold of us. You know, we're, we're usually pretty quick at responding um, unless we forget that you messaged, which happens from time to time. But yeah, we're uh, we're trying to be cautious, but we're trying to, you know, at, at the same time live life, but live life in a, you know, in a safe manner as much as we can. So that's where we're at. Yeah, and kind of what's, what's next for us is, um, you know, we'll try to get and do some of these road trips. We'll try to get out and um, sporadically eat where we can and get some interviews. We've got a few lined up. We're going to get some more lined up as we kind of launch this. Probably not going to do an episode every single week until after the Christmas break. 
Um, but we'll try to get out an episode. Um, I'm not going to make a commitment. Uh, right. No, we're, we're going to try to be on a, a Yeah, we're going to try to release episodes fairly regularly. Um, it's been a it's been a productive break in many ways, um, but it's it, we're, we've missed the show. We've missed talking with everybody. And, and I, you, all of you that have reached out and saying you missed you missed the show, that's uh, pretty surprising. <laughs> no, it, it does. It means a lot, and it's it's really nice to hear that that you guys really do enjoy this goofy thing that we do. Um, we we're going to continue having fun with it, and uh, hopefully, we bring you some more fun stories over the coming months, and hopefully, we have more good news to bring you over the coming months. Absolutely, and and everybody in Texas is getting very excited and anxious about the. The top fifty that'll be released, hopefully, um, probably I'm, in in May, right? Uh, I mean, we out. haven't we haven't been given official word on ter- in terms of when it will be released, based on the schedules they've been keeping. May twenty twenty one would be when the next one is released. Um, Daniel Vaughn may have news on that coming out soon. Hopefully, that would be awesome. Like, I know I know we'd all love to, you know, get all excited about the next list and all the goofy stuff that goes along with that. And, Keep in mind, these are all people's opinions, and we don't have to agree with all of them. That it's okay to but not agree. But there's more than 50 great Texas oh barbecue God, joints yes. now, and so this will be the toughest list uh, to date because yep. there's going to be genuinely great barbecue that's not making the list. And and we feel like there was a couple that missed the list last time that should have made it, but this time there's going to be even more just yeah. because of the sheer number of places. Yeah, no, it's it's great. And then again, when when all that comes out, we'll of course be talking about it on here. And we'll highlight the places that we've been to. We'll get to some of the places we haven't been to. And we'll highlight some places that maybe didn't make the list that we still love. Because there's going to be plenty of places like that. So keep keep listening. We'll keep uh, pumping out the episodes as quickly as we can. And uh, until then, we will talk with you next time. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars.